Mr. K24 Radio, oh yeah. And what is a good evening to you? It's a beautiful Friday evening right here in Benicia Do State, South South Nigeria. It happens to be the fourth day of the month of December, the year of our Lord 2020. This is Thinking Out Loud with Mr. K on Mr. K24 Radio. That's right. You're at Mr. K24 Radio right now. That's where you're at right now, okay? My name is Mr. K and it's your feels great to have you for company, you know, stopping by to check out this audio podcast. So what am I gonna be thinking out loud right here, right now? Now I'm thinking out loud a news update pretty much um, you know the style of this particular audio podcast is to bring to you events that are making the news around the world okay so sometimes we concentrate entirely on the news uh, in events in Nigeria sometimes we stretch it beyond the borders borders of Nigeria and consider other issues happening within the continent of Africa sometimes we really do that you know I mean taking things beyond the African continent to, to other parts of the world we hardly do that but sometimes we have to yes we will all right I'm gonna start from Emo State where there is something big going down the police in Emo State said no fewer than 3,700 officers have been deployed for the Emo North by election which holds this Saturday the State Commissioner for Police, uh, the State Commissioner of Police, rather, Isaac Akimoyede, who briefed journalists in the Wari, the state capital on Friday, says during the distribution of sensitive materials to the local government areas, he said the police were ready for the polls. Absolutely, I mean, if you're going to be 3,700 men strong just because of a by-election in a part of Emo State, well, I guess that tells it, you know, in a massive volume that you are indeed ready for the polls. But I think, if you look at it critically, you don't need all that many police officers. You don't need all that boots on the ground to have a good election. I mean, this is a country that is growing. Yes, we are growing. And we are beginning to appreciate and um, acknowledge, you know, democratic ideas better than we used to do. You know, and of course, we expect a very good election by election happening in Emo State. The CP said the police, in collaboration with other security agencies, we are working together to ensure a hitch-free election. Akimoyede said that while the command would be deploying 3,000 men for the election, the command was also receiving additional 700 officers from the force headquarters in Abuja for the same by-election. He warned troublemakers to steer clear from the election, noting that the security agencies uh, you know, and agents would be dealing with people who attempt to undermine the integrity of the election. And earlier, the Court of Appeals sitting in a weary sacked up Senator Fai Ararame as the All Progressives Congress uh, candidate for the Emo North by election. Oh, tough, isn't it? That's tough, isn't it? Now, Justice Uchichiku Onyememe, uh, who actually delivered the judgment, declared Frank Ibezim as the authentic candidate of the APC ahead of the election. Meanwhile, the Federal High Court in Abuja on Friday also disqualified Ibezim as the APC candidate for the Emo North senatorial by-election scheduled to actually held 
on the 5th of December, which happens to be on a Saturday. Alright, so that's pretty much what's going on in Emo State. And um, I actually think that that is a bit too much, if you ask me. I mean, does it have to get that, that, that bad to have that many people, police officers on ground, just to have a by-election, you know, for a certain part of Ivory Coast? I mean, I feel compared to ask them to pretty much uh, take a look at what Edo State did in the September 19 governorship election, which has been acknowledged as one of the best elections that has ever happened uh, in Nigeria. So, uh, you know, sometimes it becomes laughable, you know, uh, having in mind actually what happened here in Edo State, you know, uh, concerning that particular election, you know, it went smoothly. I claimed to be marvelous, but I think that level of performance, joint performance, you know, the electorate, the political actors themselves, the security agencies, the election umpire, which is the Independent National Electoral Commission, everybody worked in sync in a good state, and it was a wonderful election. So, which is why I'm thinking. I don't, I'm thinking that Imo uh, State should have a good election tomorrow. Trust me, I mean, you know, it couldn't have been any other way. We expect that to happen. After all, <laughs> life must go on, okay? Now, let's get straight back to um, another story now. We're talking about the, the Nigerian police force and, of course, the uh, panels, uh, proven, judicial panels, proven the end sounds issues. The Nigerian Inspector General of Police, Mohamed Adamu, has ordered the immediate withdrawal of the lawsuit challenging the legality of the panels of inquiry looking into abuses by the Special Anti Robbery Squad, also known as SARS. A statement by police spokesperson Frank Umba on Friday says the order follows the outcome of investigations into the role played by the force legal section in launching the lawsuit. Police did not say, you know, in their statement what they had found in investigating their own legal department that prompted them to drop the lawsuit. According to the statement, the police force remains committed to the cause of justice at all times and will not allow anybody to constitute a brick wall to the ongoing police reforms. Mr. Damu had ordered an investigation after news of the lawsuit trended on social media on Thursday. Now, the police were said to be challenging the panels because uh, state governments do not have the legal power to carry out such investigations into police conduct. Panels of inquiry have been set up in a number of states across Nigeria following nationwide protests against police brutality in October. The protest called for the disbandment of the elite police units known as SARS, despite the units being dissolved. Protests continued for days and demonstrators asked for the broader police reforms and better governance. The right groups have long accused the Nigerian police of extortion, illegal detention, and even extrajudicial killings. Yes, that's pretty much um, a massive word considering the fact that the NSAR's aftermath has become one of the major talking points. And of course, every activity right now is revolving around it, even as we speak. And like 
guess it is going to be so for a very long time. Right, let's head out of um, the shores of Nigeria now. Let us look at what is about to happen in Ivory Coast as the former president of Ivory Coast, Lorraine Bagbo, has been issued an Ivorian passport enabling him to return home from exile. He has been living in Belgium since he was acquitted last year of war crimes, charges at the International Criminal Court. Mr. Bagbo, who was given regular and diplomatic passports, says he will return to Ivory Coast this month. Let's just say before the end of the year, right? Now, it is not clear what he will do once he gets home, but he has been a vocal critic of President Alassane Ouattara, who was recently elected for a controversial third term, uh, sparking political violence in the country. Now, we're going to end with a bizarre story, okay? It is bizarre, you know, in every single way. Now, a man in Kenya who woke up in a morgue has now died for real. A Kenyan man who came back to life in a morgue where he had been taken after being presumed dead last week has died, this time for real, so says the local media in Kenya. A mortuary attendant is said to have been preparing the body last week for preservation where the man woke up and started screaming before passing out. Peter Kigan, he was 32, who had been suffering from a chronic disease, was then taken to the hospital for treatment and was discharged later. He told Kenya's Daily Nation newspaper last Thursday that he was happy to be alive. This is the work of God, he told the paper. The story generated a lot of reaction from Kenyans on social media and the matter was debated by elected representatives in the Kericho County Assembly. They set up an investigation team to look into how the issue could have happened. A report absorbed health workers from their blame. That's bizarre, isn't it? But at the same time, something very, very curious, something fascinating and something worth thinking about. But finally, the young man has um, eventually died for real, according to the report. And I guess this time around, uh, all the talk and all the questions about it, uh, we need to take a rest now because, you know, the situation has been pretty much, you know, put paid to by the eventual passing on of the young man. I want to say thanks a lot for allowing me, allowing me to think out loud once again on Thinking Out Loud with Mr. K. Chit Chat News Update right here. Once again, my name is Mr. K. Folks call me the Cool K. It was great having you for company and stopping by to check this out. I appreciate it, okay? Thanks a lot. In case you've got this particular, you know, news update, Chit Chat News Update, by way of sharing from a friend, just know that my audio podcasts are domiciled at the anchor.fm site. Anchor.fm. Now, if you click anchor.fm, then you go to the part where you have the search or where you have the icon for uh, discover. You just type Mr. K24 Radio on it, and voila, all my audio podcasts are going to come straight up in your face, okay? Mr. K24 Radio, MR for Mr., KAY for K, 24 for 24, and of course, Radio, Mr. K24 Radio, right there, right then. 
the deal will come straight up in your face and you can just listen to the podcast thanks a lot once again my name is mr k for scott folks call me the crew k please don't forget to keep checking out this particular audio podcast that i'm doing here i want to say thanks a lot once again for stopping by and i'll see you in the next one bye Mr. K24 Radio. Oh yeah.